forward. It's the one move we're all ready to take. And at the Audi Moving Forward sales event, we're ready to help you on that journey. All Audi dealerships are now open. With tailored solutions to suit your individual needs, like the Audi A6 Saloon, with PCP finance from only €499 Euro per month. Now is the time to make an appointment. Now is the time to start moving forward. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another glass of wine. I'm your host, Nancy Weber, here with regular host, Andy Schossler. Good evening. How are you, Andy? I am splendid. How are you enjoying Friday? Oh, you know, it's a week since the last one. It sure is. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I've lost all track of time. Yeah, well... Every day feels like the last. So Friday, at the moment, I don't think this will be the case forever, but for the moment it holds no special feeling other than a Tuesday. I think we give too much power to time. <laughs> and maybe... Or the cyclicalness of time. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think maybe we all just need to like chill out a little bit and talk to some friends. On my left, I have... Serena. How are you, Serena? I'm great. Good. I've had chocolate, so I feel great. <laughs> chocolate is what you've had. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> and on my right... Oh, Maddie. Oh. That is right. You didn't even give us a chance to harmonise again. No. no. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> I just, oh. My whole body just went, oh, yes, let's go. <laughs> really and that's the difference between to. you and me, Serena. <laughs> so, I default to no, you default to now. <laughs> so as you know, my work schedule is uh, unpredictable. It's mm -hmm. uh, fun. Uh, because it's self-governed, it's right. unpredictable. That's it, that's it. Because you are a slave to your hormones. <laughs> Or I'm whimsy. A, yeah, I'm an impulsive creature. Some would say I'm the wind. Uh, give me a couple of months. Who? Hmm? Who would say that you were the wind? Well, uh, who, who wouldn't? Is <laughs> me. I would not, personally. <laughs> so I, I'm one. one person that would. Uh, so maybe, one maybe out of all of humanity. Sam the Windmaster. <laughs> ah, Sam. Yes. No, well, he hasn't mentioned you to me, but I'll, I'll, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah. This is Glass of Wine. <laughs> and each week we have... A bottle of wine that we share, and then a we wine. A whole bottle? Oh, God. My face just <laughs> went to dread. We, you <laughs> don't have to have a whole bottle to yourself. Each? We share. We, we share a bottle already. Uh, and then we whine about the things that have been annoying us this week. So this week, we have a wine from Naked Wines. So it is an Australian wine called Left Hook Margaret River Merlot. Merlot. And it has boxes on the front. It has boxes on the front, uh, hence the name Left Hook, I imagine. Uh, so this is a very, very um, fruity red wine. Not a lot of oak or tannin. Am I supposed to try it? I haven't even tried it yet. Try it. Oh, okay, it's trying. Have a try. Have a sip. Tell us what you think. Is, it, is a Left Hook a good thing in boxing? Uh, to be a Southpaw, it's like, it's kind of, I, I think it's the term in Fence, well, I learned it from a fencer, so I think it's a fencing term. Uh, it's gumpy. It's when your your style is so just not regulation okay. that you're kind of considered a commodity because you're a bit more, as my work schedule is, unpredictable. <laughs> you're like the wind. <laughs> so a Southpaw boxer like Rocky 
is a Southpaw and he was picked by Apollo Creed because it's like he was this unique kind right. of thing. So it would be a good fight. Uh, depends on how good the Southpaw is. Like just being left-handed isn't an <laughs> <laughs> uh, instant win. I do believe in boxing. You are meant to hit with both hands. Quite. <laughs> Not at once. But, um, <laughs> you, but usually the jabbing hand is a left and then your right hook is the one to watch out for. So when the left hook comes out, you're from a Southpaw. Oh, I it's see. It's harder because it's less routine to kind of react to for a normal boxer. Because in golf, a hook and a slice just refers to overlefting or overwriting a mm. shot, which can work to your advantage if there's an obstacle in the way. I believe, yeah. yeah, I believe the hook is the actual style of the punch, I see. where you're coming from the side rather than like straight out or from underneath. I'm not a sportsman. I don't know. Nor am I. <laughs> All of this went completely over my head. So let's talk about wine. I was yeah. thinking that this wine tastes like the colour orange that yeah. entire time. <laughs> and then I was searing left hook this, now, jab, punch, boxing. When you say orange, do you mean like the bright fruit orange or do you mean like a dark umber? Look, I seriously considered this and I, I'm not sure. I think it, it fades like a gradient. Right, so it's just the whole <laughs> spectrum of orange. I think it it starts as like a like a a neutral kind of orange, mm-hmm. and then it like as it moves towards the back of your throat, it goes into like deep ember orange, and then it goes wow into pale like sunset sky okay. orange. It's funny that you should say orange because the smell I get from it is, you know that you know that when you're at an ATM and you get a a, a twenty dollar bill. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why would you be at an ATM for anything else? You get you get your twenty, unless you, you're <laughs> stealing. Stealing. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, you know that it's just come out of its packaging from the mint. It's fresh because it has that clay smell to it. Mm-hmm. This smells like that. It doesn't smell like actual oranges. That's that's not what yeah. I'm getting at. But and yeah, twenty dollar bills are orange. Mm, there you go. Even the new ones. There you go. Oh. What about you? Oh. I don't want to brag, but I do have one. Well, I, I also kind of got a citrusy, orangey thing, but it's like it's not quite the taste because the taste is almost overpowered by like the kind of the wine element, like mm. the alcoholic mm. element. And if I may tell a little story, one of my favorite Errol Flynn anecdotes is <laughs> I'm just getting this look from Zane. I don't know what you're talking about. I look at everyone, Matthew. <laughs> so this was in the 50s when he was a bit in the throes of. Uh, Lacking the old booze juice. And uh, so uh, Maureen O'Hara, who co-starred with him in a movie called Against All Flags, related how he showed up to set prepared. He knew all of his lines, but by 4 p.m. he'd be so inebriated he was beyond use. So they actually like orchestrated to shoot certain scenes at the end of the day so that they didn't, they didn't need him. What a needy actor. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's Errol Flynn. He can do what he wants. Nah. Back in the day when they could do whatever they nah, wanted. Nah, needy yeah. actor. And, um, needy he, actor. So it's, like, it's like I Dream of Genie with Larry Hagman <laughs> yeah. would just, just drink champagne throughout the whole recording and just be rat assed by the end of the day. That's so great. The, so you the director ju- was, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. telling a story. <laughs> I'll finish the story and then continue because I'm interested. So the director was like, no more alcohol on set. So what Errol Flynn would do is he'd get oranges and fill the, he'd just like squirt vodka into them so he'd eat oranges all day and certainly drunk by the end of the day <laughs> I wonder what the first his first clue that he had a problem was oh was it injecting oranges with vodka so that he could get drunk during the day that's a pretty handy trick though <laughs> yeah it's like yes okay he was an alcoholic but he was also ingenious like that's smart <laughs> I, I, I remember hearing a story of a horror story of um, of a, a coal mining driver of one of those big 300 ton dump trucks who was doing the same thing. 
Because no, there's no alcohol, in, so he would just yeah. have, have an orange, and people wondering why on earth is he? You know, he, he tested he really positive. likes oranges. He, yeah. he, he, he tested negative at the at the start of the day for alcohol, but when they started testing at the end of the day as well, <laughs> for, they were finding that he was drunk yeah. at the end of the day. Just how on earth is he doing it? I don't know. I, same I, trick. I feel I just I just produce alcohol. <laughs> so, I don't uh, know how it happens. It's just in my blood. I'll, 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 I'll tell you one thing. I do not have scurvy. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like this wine is if you got Errol Flynn's orange and you squeezed it into a glass, this is what it tastes I like. See. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tasting notes say that you can uh, in, uh, lifted cherries, plum, and mint with twists of spice and vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> Let me. I don't get the vanilla. I definitely get the mint from it, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now that you, yeah. I can never pick these things before, but as soon as you say it, and yes, I can. I think I, it's the clay thing that you said before, because it is that kind of dryness just after you've swallowed, and it kind of mm. comes through on top of that. Yeah. So let's play a game. Let's play the food pairing game. What would you pair this wine with? Now, I will say Naked Wines has given us rather specific food match for this oh, one. I see. It is it is dry, so I definitely want it with something juicy, like a okay. like a rare steak or something barbecued. Mm-hmm. Something that's going to be dripping with a little bit of, you know, and this to cleanse the palate of the juice, of the sure. meat juice. Sure. Mm. I'm right, trying to you. think of vegetarian dishes that I can say. <laughs> well, uh, one of their very specific things is not meat. Okay. So one of them is, one of them isn't. Okay. I would have a lasagna yeah. with this. Okay. And then, so there, there, mm. is, there are two specific matches and then one very general match. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm afraid it's not, it's not a non-meat option, but I would have a taco with this. Like not a... Like a gourmet taco, like a really well done, authentic Mexican taco. Not a grease. I'm feeling no, grease. Not from the packet. No, like no, the no, country. No. The country. Okay. Not like yeah. the grease. Like, no, like greasy burger. Yeah. yeah not, a, not a cheap taco. Yeah. 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 I want to be like. It's a $4.50 taco. That's right. <laughs> so, feta? <laughs> no, I just. Uh, olives. Um, I hate olives, but I would put olives with this. Sun dried tomato. Yes. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Yes. Just one sun dried tomato. That's all. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess you're all like kind of around the right place. The two very specific ones were uh, pancetta and mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah. So grilled mushrooms. Mm. Um, And then the very broad one is any tomato based pasta sauce. Ha! 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 Sun dried tomatoes. Yes. Amazing. So that I feel is... so victorious after that. <laughs> I just yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you do. It's a good it's inconsequential, but it's still it's, it's a good feeling to win. <laughs> oh dear. Uh yeah, so that is left hook from Margaret River. Uh that's 2018. And that's from Naked Wines. So what Naked Wines do is they uh they have an angel program which you can sign up to and basically it's a monthly $40 to Naked Wines. And they take that money and they invest in Australian and New Zealand winemakers and pass those savings back on to you um, as so, the angel prices. As a part of the investment, do you pick which which wine they're going to which winemaker they're going to fund? You can. You can vote. It's not a direct thing though. Okay. Um, so basically, and then they give the, the story. So this is actually the second run, um, the second uh, round of this particular wine. Mm. They got it once and they were like, yes, 
Let us get some more from you. Thank you. Uh, so this is the second round of the left hook from Margaret River. So if you go to nakedwines.com.au forward slash wine with an H, you will get $100 off your first order. So that's $100 to go put towards any wines on their site. And you can get a lot of wine for that. Like it is not, it would not be impossible for you to get maybe six bottles. Maybe. Save that Muller. Yeah, Save absolutely. Muller. Um, yeah. Yeah. So once again, sponsored by Naked Wines. Now, let us get on to what we're all really here for now that we've <laughs> had our wine. Mm. Let's complain a bit. So, who has something to complain about? Andy. You know, I just don't understand fashion. I don't know how obvious that is. By and I wearing. hate that about you. <laughs> That's one of the worst things about your personality. This is this is my Polish farmer look. Okay. That, yep. Uh, suspenders and Polish. I do like uh, the suspenders. I've always been jealous of the suspenders. <laughs> I wish I could rock suspenders, but you know, feminine things. It's yeah. an assess. No, suspenders. Can, well, I mean, can I work. could, but they would just like slide to the to off, you know. Ah. And yeah. then they rub like under your arms, and it's yeah. yeah mm. Like I'd have to safety pin it from underneath, and then if I need to pee, that's too much problem. Mm, that was way problem. too forward. They do. <laughs> they do slip off quite easily. Not if you safety pin them. Well, mm. they, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> But you have problems with fashion? I just don't get it. Mm. I don't get it, Zane. It always seems arbitrary to me, which I don't know if there's a fashion insider amongst us here. Well, I disagree, but I'm you not sure if I'm an insider. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I am very fashionable, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you did come in wearing a velvet jacket, the most impractical kind of jacket for a cat owner. And have. brown, too. That's right. I was <laughs> under the impression that velvet only came in purple. This was a very... I'm very proud of this find. I found it literally literally yesterday, and I've been searching it for it for like five okay. years. So okay. as my chiottis out there will know, um, I'm a big fan of Ernest Hemingway. And in who's, no. who's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it together, man. See some sort of film star. <laughs> I know you're kidding, but it's still hit. Um, <laughs> but um, in the movie Midnight in Paris, he's depicted wearing a brown velvet like jacket. Okay. So even though I wasn't as like I'm, I'm very very impressionable, and I knew then that I wanted the jacket. Only recently have I started thinking about it in terms of my how it suit me. Okay, and. I, I think because of that and because I'm riding more regularly and all that jazz, uh, I'm, I'm worthy of the Hemingway jacket. So I'm very proud of it and I won't hear a wrong word against it. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Yes. Do you, um, do you put on the jacket to write? Is that like a, a thing yeah, that yeah. you do? Because I'm so for like uh, going through creative endeavours and dressing for the creative endeavor something about like you know not just wearing yeah. like really lousy pajamas like you kind of feel like you just want to laze around them but I, I feel like when I dress a particular way it it is very much a reflection of how I'm feeling that day or um if I wear this particular color then I'm feeling this mood or I actually want to be feeling this mood in particular so I'll wear yellow because I want to be more happy or whatever um so the way you dress will direct you know your sort of top 10 Activities that you'll be kind to of do? yeah. Okay. Like if okay. I'm gonna like sit down to write a song or something like at my piano or whatever, then I'll be like cool. Like if I do want to write something that's quite vulnerable, then yeah, I'll probably like stay in my pajamas and and, okay. and stay looking like shit and drink some tea or whatever. Like because that's the kind of feel that I'm going for. Whereas if I'm like okay, I want to feel like I'm 
going for this particular mood or I have a bunch of shit I need to do today or this is my really long to-do list, then I'll particularly wear clothes that are more <laughs> tailored and make me feel like my, I'm more business-like or whatever. Suit, that's right. Yeah, literally. No, yeah. Vacuuming in my power suit. I've I mean, definitely <laughs> done that. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, that is spot on. Yeah. Like my, okay. when, I, when I write, it is a ritualistic thing. And mm. I think going back into the fashion question, what I love about fashion, whether it's channeling your inner Hemingway or... <laughs> you know, wearing Polish farmer suspenders. It's a bad expression. Mm. It's, that's what fashion is to me. It's about, and I think it's very important if people find their style and not indulge in what if, whatever's in vogue, like officially in the magazines, because the magazines are there to sell. Like they're, okay. not, they're not for any purpose uh, other than just to make money, but to find your own fashion, what you start, like I'm a very vintage kind of person. So I like vintage clothes and feeling like I'm from the 1930s. Maybe it's <laughs> just because I'm as big as I am that you know fashionable things or the trendy things are never designed with my size in mind so I've never been tempted to be a part of any trend like that just because I was immediately excluded mm. yeah, so, so I've just gotten used to going around without it can I blow your minds for a second oh yes please I would say that fashion like most things that humans do are when it comes down to it entirely Arbitrary and pointless. <laughs> I'm sort of of the same <laughs> thinking, but only because I I I know I'm outside of that of that group, looking in. Yeah. So I can't feel what it feels like to be yeah, inspired by wearing a particular piece of clothing by somebody I admire. Do you like wearing a suit? <clears throat> I like I like the feel of a heavy jacket and mm. sort of being dressed for winter. Mm. I like that. See, I love wearing a cloak. Yes. But wearing a suit just kind of restricts my movement so much. I didn't know how much I moved my arms until I wore a suit and oh. I couldn't <laughs> properly. Yep. I mean, at, at home, I'm more inclined to wear nothing at all. Mm. But certainly going out, I would prefer it to be colder where I could you know, wear a jacket or a couple of jackets or a big heavy coat. I'm so for this. There I'm, is I'm a scarf person. Nothing. Yes, yes I'm like through. a good love yes. If I cannot wear a scarf, it, if it's summer, I will fashion a scarf as a shirt <laughs> okay. so that I can still wear the scarf. I like to drape a scarf. Uh, like a shoulder cape over oh, like yes. a t-shirt when oh, it's yes. like too hot because it's like you gotta have the scarf. <laughs> I'll say there is nothing quite so satisfying as swanning into a room in a cloak or a oh. cape. Yeah, um, yeah, with so, a, with a flourish as well, so you get oh, a little absolutely. bit of air. <laughs> Zane you, is, you is walk a cape down, flourisher. You, you you turn into the room, you swirl the cape, and then you take a seat, and just everyone's looking at you because you've made a statement. And then you just say. Proceed. <laughs> Come on. And uh, how many how many permission. times have you practiced this in front of your mirror, Zane? Uh, oh, in front of my mirror, none. This none is a all. spur of the moment wow. discovery just, that just, I made when wow. I first wore a cape. It comes yeah. naturally to Zane. He's just a- unfortunately <laughs> yes. I I was born with a lot of uh, a lot of talent, and I have yet to uh, yet to uh, harness it into any valuable skill. The 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 full potential of your cape flourishing is yet yes. to be discovered. Uh, my dramatic side is very rarely uh, put to good use. Have any of you <laughs> succumbed to an embarrassing trend, perhaps in your youth? Ooh. I had I, this beanie with cat ears that I sewed onto it myself. Oh, okay. I went through a bit of a punk phase, yeah. But I did it really badly. <laughs> it's Is that so particularly punk? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm so, I, I love the look of punk. Like if someone like I'm talking about off, cat ears on a beanie. Is that a punk look? I, do, I thought it was when I was 13. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> 
Um, I really admire when people commit to a specific thing and do it. Aesthetic. 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 That's the word. Thank you. I love that word. Um, and they, and they pull it off really well. Yeah. I love that. I'm so for that. That's like Maddie here. I don't, I don't want to, you know, blow (laughs) blow your trumpet, but you do pull off a particular style of that. And I know it's, it's deliberate. To, yeah. to be like Hemingway, but you pull it off. Well, thank you. And um, it works. Uh, Pirate librarian is what we Pirate librarian. <laughs> I love that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down somewhere after this. Pirate librarian. Uh, I've Pirate already librarian. trademarked it. So. Uh, thank you. For me. You Less now owe me you. $25. Oh, no. <laughs> My identity. Um, I, so. could, I could never get a nice haircut. Uh. And when I was a teenager, you know, undercuts were sort of mm. the style for young boys at the time. So you would, I don't even remember how, how far up, but you would sort of get it shaved all the way up and then you'd have thin hair coming yeah. down. Would you do the salad bowl? Oh, yeah, it's, it sort of ended up being that way at the front because of the, the fringe. It just didn't look good on me. I never felt, and my hair just I doesn't allow for it. I had no control over this, but my mother would do that to uh, us yes, because okay. my mother up until a certain age would cut our hair and my sister told her that undercuts were the cool thing to do. Right. And so okay, we so, would so, get so it like, must have been that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it would be in technically an undercut, but it was much more of a bowl cut. <laughs> Definitely much more of a bowl cut. Um, but also the one fashion faux pas I can remember is again my mother's fault. Um, <laughs> I, it was it was after university. So and that so way, way to lay into us. <laughs> this is just a blame game now. <laughs> Listen to the story. Uh, so after uni- after after school had finished, I just grown my hair out. So I had like really long hair. Now those of you who know me now, I'm balding, and so I do not grow my hair out long anymore. But. I had quite long hair and my mother did not like that I had long hair. So mm. she took me on a holiday and she said, hey, we're on a holiday. We're going to the theatre tonight. Let's get you a haircut. Did she buy the holiday for the sole purpose of getting you to cut your hair? <laughs> I don't think so, but she did pay so. for the haircut. Okay. Um, was this bribery, Zane? Were you bribed? I don't think so. I was just like, okay, I have no real attachment to my long hair. I was just lazy. How long did it take you to grow? Uh, about a year. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's a good haul of hair. Mm. I didn't like. That's the thing. I just didn't get my hair cut, and therefore I had long hair. Mm. Uh, and one so, of those yeah. People. So we went in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother asked for just to get me short back and sides. Um, and the hairdresser it was. It was a very swish salon and like 4 p.m. on a Wednesday or whatever it was um, decided to give me an emo fringe. Oh, that would do it. Yep. Because <laughs> I had hair long enough to do it. And uh, be- <laughs> when she was, I, I just thought she wasn't done yet. And then we're like, and, and, okay, so we're running a bit late. An emo fringe meaning it came over one of your eyes? It could go over one of okay. my eyes. Okay. So it was like a fringe like across my my whole forehead uh, was lengthy so either I had an emo fringe that it could come down across my nose and across one of my eyes or I could swish it across my head and have a comb over okay lovely Charming. those how were the two you, options how did you I feel had. in response to this fringe well, I was like I have, again. I have no idea how to deal with this hair mother. did you end up like learning how to like rock it did like with your cape swish did you do like a fringe swish <laughs> I never had the cape and the fringe at the same time because Well you fucked up then. That's your fault. The fringe was gone very quickly. I see. uh, after I got 
back from said holiday mm. and could access a hairdresser. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever mm. cut your own hair? No. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, this used I, to be a hobby um, of mine. In a, in a similar yeah. vein. <laughs> in a similar vein, my mum would take me to a hairdresser and I fought against her so adamantly that my mum then took me to an angry Italian barber <laughs> named Vinny. And <laughs> I fought against him too, but he he overpowered me. <laughs> what, what were you fighting against? Or for, I, fighting for, I guess. I really didn't... Like, I, was, I was very young, so the style back then was to give little boys like upturned hair yeah. and I just for some reason I liked the feeling of my hair on my head so it's like knowing where it was at all times so I'd be like get off me and they'd try to put gel and stuff in it to the point when I hate gel in my hair yeah yeah I hate product in my hair every time I go for a haircut they say would you like gel in your hair and do the thing no absolutely yeah. not don't do it because the second I get home I'm washing it anyway because you can't get all the little itchy bits of hair out and so you're just wasting your time yeah. this is really interesting I've never heard about male haircut experience Experiences before this right now is my perfect perfect length. Cool. I wish it could stay like this forever. I used to wear it shorter, just because I I, I could never do what I wanted with it. But then yeah. eventually it, it it got grey enough and and bushy enough that it does this. And if I could set that, it would be perfect. Because I would say like, is it usual that for a, a woman going and getting her hair done, it is perfect when you walk out of the hairdresser or salon. Like it's meant to be like, it's meant to be as good as it's going to be yes, walking out. Yes, but my argument here is that uh, I really dislike like having my hair done at a right. hairdresser. Yeah. I'll very much be like, I know like how my hair will fall when I just like wake up in the morning. Ah, okay. So I really dislike it if they were to be like, oh, can I just like do your hair as well? Like for for one, they can't be fucked to do a woman's <laughs> hair unless you pay them absurd amounts of money for it. And two, if they do my hair and it looks really great and then I wake up the next morning and I'm like, wow, this is this is shit, then, <laughs> then I won't be very happy with their yeah. service. So when you said before like, oh yeah, they do put gel in my hair, like don't you just get like a, a misled haircut like they're, they're lying to you to with your fair, hair wow. to be fair like with men's haircuts usually it's like a week after your hair is cut that it finally looks okay oh, yes. that's the yeah. same that's the same yeah. for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. because yeah it's it's kind of like this looks really weird and I don't like it mm. and then it kind of grows out just a little bit so that it doesn't look weird mm. and you're fine and you think, Vinny, you planned this the whole time. <laughs> Vinny so is the is the is it, the, the it, top dog in hairdressing. Oh, yeah. Plans so it all. So would plans he just, it all. Would he just try and give it volume that you weren't interested in or try and make it fruity or I something? Mean, I was a very fussy kid, so I think just any kind of alteration I was okay. against, which is why like like the first hairdresser was perfectly fine. Like they weren't conspiring against me. I just <laughs> fought. I yeah, see. Really- so that's why you're obsessed with nostalgia. Because you don't like change, <laughs> perhaps. But I never—I was never in the 1930s. But your hair grows; it's always changing. Then uh, yeah, the, that is my, the harsh reality. The that is the harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry to to, to <laughs> burst this reality onto you. <sighs> the nostalgic sigh. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've, I've always thought I shop for haircuts like I do for batteries. Right? I get them a week before I need them. <laughs> Because if I've got the wrong, the wrong, you know, it says double A on the thing, but maybe I was drunk or something when I was reading the, the thing, so I might not know. <laughs> and then you have to fight with the packaging, you know, scissors. Either either they're not sharp enough or whatever. You don't have a great pair of scissors at home. I have, and packaging is always pairs of scissors. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You end up having a if, if they're a paper packet, I just end up breaking them. Yeah, and that's and that's and the batteries go everywhere and such. Oh, anyway, 
I get, I, and I shop for it the way, the way I shop for, for batteries. A week ahead, whatever you're doing now, it doesn't matter because that's not how it's going to be when I'm actually using it. So just do what you need to do. It'll, it'll settle out. I'll wash it and comb it. And when I actually need it, that's when... We'll find that's, a balance. That's, that's when I'll use the gel <laughs> if I need to, which I never will. <laughs> but I could. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is us for this week. Uh, before we say goodbye, we are also sponsored by Good Pair Days. Uh, now, Good Pair Days is a wine subscription service. You go there and you fill out their taste quiz, uh, which they will recommend wines to you from. And then you can enter our code glass of wine with an H at checkout to get $25 off your first order. And if you use that $25 to add a fourth bottle to your order, you will get free shipping. It's free shipping, free bottle of wine. Why wouldn't you do it? Go do it. Indeed. (laughs) Do it. All right. I've been Zancy Weber here with Andy Schossler. Good evening. And Serena. And old Maddie Hannibal Butler. And we'll be back same time next week. More wine, more whining. Keep drinking, everyone. Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast based on the live event where Brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience. So listen in to the Story Chunder podcast. I'll see you at the Chunder. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of August. Fair usage policy applies. Refresh your career with Griffith College. Choose from a range of over 100 part-time, online and blended courses to flexibly build your future. Dublin, Cork, Limerick. Visit griffith.ie.